Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. Hello, and welcome back to the Double Dutch Rider podcast. I am your host, Corey Miller. Ah, welcome to 2024, folks. Yeah, we're 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 in a new another new year. So, uh, anyway, uh, I thought I'd kind of start out uh, this particular podcast, just kind of doing a recap of last year. Um, I meant to do this a few weeks ago, but uh, just didn't get around to it. So, uh, I'm lazy. So sue me. Anyway, uh, <laughs> um, I know I had some goals last year. It was uh, two podcasts a month. And I didn't really achieve that, so that's uh, that's unfortunate. Um, I think I got out a total of uh, twelve or fourteen. Actually, I think I think it was about fourteen episodes. So, um, uh, a little over an average of one a month. Uh, so what I what I think I'm going to do this year is just say we're doing one a month. Um, it will be before the end of the month, so you'll get at least one every month. Um, if I can increase the frequency, uh, I'm certainly going to do that. Um, and I'm also going to try and actually get a co-host because this was always intended to be a two-person podcast and it's just been me doing it for the longest time. Um, it's like my friends have, you know, families and kids and stuff, you know, so anyway, <laughs> but to, um, start this year off, um, I actually thought I'd talk a little bit about what I do with this podcast in particular uh, if you go to ddrpodcast.com um that is actually a site that i am self-hosting so i wanted to talk a little bit about uh self-hosting um and if you know if it's something you know you should do should you be interested in it um and there's there's a lot of benefits to uh self-hosting your own stuff uh, whether it be a podcast or you know, just a website, a blog, um, there's you can host your own uh, photos online using your own software, which is nice. Um, uh, you can have your own uh, social media, so there's there's a lot of different things you can do with it. But it's not it's not for everybody. Uh, but I mean, one of the to me one of the main benefits of self hosting is you control your data um that's and that's something in this day and age you know privacy is is becoming a much bigger and bigger deal um you know you see all these data leaks all the time from all these different companies and it's your personal data you know you do business with these companies and your information gets out there because they're not protecting it and the good thing about self-hosting is that you are in control of your data um and all that stuff, um, you know, plus, you know, you get served ads and things like that, depending on what service you use, whether it's social media or whatever. Um, you've got to deal with ads, which kind of sucks. So, And there are ways around that, but, you know, that's not necessarily. Um, we could talk about the uh, uh, ethics or morals of, of using ad blockers and stuff like that, but we won't get into that here. Um, Another good benefit of self-hosting is you can uh, you can host uh, basically whatever you want, um, and that's as long as your internet service provider uh, allows that. If you're going to be 
um, hosting your server from your house. Uh, if you if you use a server service like Linode, there's a whole bunch of different ones out there. Um, then you basically rent space on a computer, and um, they host all the information, the site, all that stuff. So it's not something you have to worry about, you know, hosting from home. So, um, like I said before, uh, if you're not self-hosting, uh, in a lot of cases you have to deal with ads, which really kind of sucks. Um, and uh, then the, it's the uh, direct connection. Uh, to your audience, uh, you know, whether that's your friends or if you're running a business, you know, you have a direct line to those people. There's nobody in the middle. There's nobody collecting any information about you. There's nobody collecting any information about the people that, you know, you're trying to reach. Uh, so there's, I, I think that's most of the, the, you know, the huge benefits from hosting your own stuff. Um, now, there are quite a few downsides. Um, to self-hosting, um, and you know, it, it makes it really kind of not for everybody. If you know you're interested in something like this, these are things you do have to take into consideration. Um, one of the main things is you're responsible for maintaining what you self-host, whether that be software. If you're hosting a social media site, um, you have to deal with the moderation of you know any content that anybody posts there. So, um, that, and that can be a hassle, that can take a lot of time. Um, and then you're also responsible for making sure your software is up to date. It's got all the security patches, all that kind of stuff. So it does take some time to, you know, basically make sure that everything is running smoothly. And again, no data leaks, because you don't want to be like those big companies and leak people's data, uh, out to other people. Um, there can be, uh, there can be some recurring costs if, uh, you use one of those, uh, server hosting services like Linode or whatever, um, that does cost money. Um, it's usually pretty minimal, but, but again, it's, there's an additional cost to that. And so you do have to take that in, into consideration if you're going to be hosting something like a podcast, um, there are options there as well. Again, there are services that you can use. Uh, Podbean, um, the software that I use, Castobot, actually has their own server hosting service so that you don't have to maintain and run it yourself. It's kind of all done for you, which is nice. Um, there are some security risks, so you have to make sure that, again, that, that you've got all the protections in place so people can't hack into your server, that kind of thing. Um, there's really no support in most cases or just very minimal support. Uh, a lot of it's community based. If you have some kind of software issue or hardware issue that, uh, you have to deal with, uh, essentially you yourself are the help desk. Um, in some cases, setup can be complicated, uh, depending on how you set up your server. Um, there are uh, quite a few packages out there, like uh, what I use, uh, it's Why You Know Host, <laughs> and uh, that's actually the letter Y, the letter U, N O, host. Um, uh, that's the software that I use to um, host uh, my Castopad site. 
uh, on ddrpodcast.com. So, uh, and that's fairly straightforward. Again, there are some issues that pop up here and there. Um, but uh, that that is something you have to take into consideration if you're going to self-host. Um, for certain things, if you're hosting from home, there are... Uh, your ISP may not allow certain ports to be forwarded out to the internet because there are some that are needed to uh, host things like email, but like an email service. Like if you're gonna, you you want to run and host your own email service, most ISPs won't allow you to do that because it requires a certain port to be open in order for that to happen. And part of the reason for that is it is a security concern because if somebody hacks your email or gets into your email, um. That can spell bad news. Um, you can essentially start sending out spam to hundreds and thousands of people uh, from your email server that you have at your house. So I think that's why most ISPs don't allow that. Um, video hosting is also another thing I found out. I was actually trying to host my own PeerTube instance for the Double Dutch Rudder podcast, and I found out that my ISP blocks the port needed uh, to host video, which I, I, and I think that makes sense. That's a bandwidth issue really more than anything else. So I get it. I took, I took that side down because it wasn't going to work properly, but, um, but yeah, that's, that's just something to keep in mind if you're going to do that. Uh, so, and those are, to me, those are really kind of the main downsides of self-hosting there. There may be more, um, but those are kind of the main ones that I think would uh, really kind of maybe drive certain people away from self-hosting, um, you know, because it's not for everybody. It, again, you do have to have at least a base level knowledge of what you're doing. You don't have to be like, you don't have to be a Linux guru or anything like that. You don't need to know how to program or any of that stuff, but you do have to have a little bit of knowledge. You can't go in completely blind. So if you're going to self-host, Whatever service you use, whether it's Why You Know Host or Casa OS or, you know, a whole host of other ones, be sure and read up on it before you start it because, again, there's no help desk. You have to, you know, know what you're getting into and know what you're doing when you start doing it. Um, like I said, uh, several self-hosting options uh, is why you, know, why you Know Host and Castopod. I'm sorry, Casa OS, not Castopod. What the? <laughs> I have Castopod on the brain. Can you tell? Um, <clears throat> you can also uh, set up what is called a LAMP server. Now, I've forgotten what LAMP actually stands for. Uh, I think it's like Linux, Apache, MariaDB, uh, PHP. I think that's what it stands for. Um, essentially, it's these uh, four applications that you need, or three applications that you need. They're Linux-based, of course. Um, and uh, that's what you need to set up basically a basic server. So, um, and that's how you can get started self-hosting. Um, again, that's, and that's, I would say that's expert-only mode. I don't know how to do that. Um, so I, I, I don't go anywhere near that. The good thing about Casa OS and, and why you know host, they do that for you. So you don't have to have any knowledge of how to do that. It's done for you when you set it up. Um, and when doing that, there also, there's this uh, software called Docker that can help you easily set up and install 
you know, whatever kind of application you want to use, whether it be Castopod or, um, you know, music streaming service. Um, and that's usually, you know, for your own collection. So you can access your music outside your house, that kind of thing and things like that. Um, but it, Docker makes, makes the installation of whatever you want to do a lot easier from, from what I've seen. Now, I guess the, the real question is, is should you self-host? Well, I mean, the answer to that really depends on, you know, what you're trying to accomplish. Um, but I mean, if you're willing to deal in it to, if you're willing and able to deal with, uh, you know, uh, you know, managing your own software and moderating, you know, whatever, you know, if you're using social, if you're creating a social media site or things like that, if you're willing and you've got the time to be able to manage those things, then, and, and you want more control over your data and what you share online, then, you know, I think self-hosting is certainly an option for you. Um, it, like I said, it's not for everybody. I mean, most people are, are, you know, serviced well by, you know, what's out there offered by companies. Um, and they don't necessarily mind about their data, but if you are a privacy conscious person, self-hosting is, it is an option and it could be something that might be important to you and it might be important enough to, you know, look into. So, um, Really? I mean, and that's really it. So um, it's it's all about focusing on whatever it is that you need and, and what you're trying to accomplish. And that'll really answer that question for you. Uh, but with that being said, um, I think we're going to go ahead and close the show down here now. Uh, like I said, I think I'm going to try and get my buddy Brett. He's been on a couple of these. Uh, I'm going to get my buddy Brett on the next show. I don't know what we're going to talk about yet. I'm going to come up with some topics or, you know, just kind of see what what kind of topics he's got. Um, but, yeah. Again, if you uh, would like to chat with me, you know, visit ddrpodcast.com. Uh, I also have a Mastodon site now, so... Uh, feel free to connect with me through there if you have any questions or you have anything you want to hear me blather on about. Let me know and I will maybe talk about it if it's something that interests me. Thank you for listening and I'll talk to you next time.